This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in our lives, and when we get sober, they can almost feel magnified at first because we're adjusting to feeling all our feelings again rather than using alcohol to numb them. I was honestly really surprised when I got sober at how many emotions came up for me. I remember literally saying, I have so many feelings right now, and it felt really overwhelming having to feel them all. But the great thing about that is that it gave me the clarity and awareness that I had some things to work through, like people-pleasing and like my own self-talk. That's where therapy can be so helpful because because it's a safe space to get things off your chest and begin to work through what's been weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. What I really love about BetterHelp is that it's entirely online. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire and you'll be matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime with no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com happiest today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash happiest. You guys know I'm all about making our lives as easy as possible in sobriety. Well, you can eat stress-free this spring with Factor Meals, and they're offering my listeners 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month with code HAPPIEST50. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted and dietitian approved You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options plus more than 60 different add-ons. What I love so much about Factor is that I've never been someone who makes time for cooking, but with Factor, I have delicious meals ready to go and on the table in just two minutes so I can get back to doing what I want with my time without the hassle of any prep, cooking, or cleanup, a total godsend. Factor's also celebrating Earth Day all month long, so look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash happiest50 and use code happiest50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. That's code happiest50 at factormeals.com slash happiest50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Hello everyone. I hope you're all having an amazing week so far. I am just sitting here. I'm recording this on a Saturday morning. I'm sitting here on my second cup of coffee. It is a rainy morning, so this is like pretty cozy vibes right now. Um, I went out last night for dinner and some mocktails with my sisters and yeah, I guess I'm just basking in the hangover-free morning today. Um, I always think it's fun when I end up recording my solo episodes on like a, a weekend morning because it just feels like, you, as you, I'm sure you know, that the sober gratitude always kind of hits a little bit better on um, on a sober, hangover-free morning. So great time for me to be podcasting. Um Before we get into today's episode, just a little reminder that new episodes come out every Tuesday, so be sure to hit the follow button to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Um, I have been wanting to do this episode for a very long time. It's something I've been kind of planning ever since I started this podcast. I've talked about it, like touched on it a little bit here and there on Instagram, um, but it's definitely something that I've been wanting to talk more about. Um, So today I'm going to be talking about sobriety as it relates to our relationship with food and exercise and body image. Um, So just off the top, just a content warning, if anyone is listening who is struggling or has struggled with an eating disorder, um, absolutely feel free to skip this episode if you think it might be triggering for you. Um, I did have a really great chat on this topic 
in episode 17 with Meg Fee. Um, So definitely go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. Meg is an excellent resource um, as someone who talks about both eating disorder recovery and sobriety. Um, Her Instagram is at you don't have to drink. Um, Definitely go listen to that episode and go follow along with her um, if that's something that you want to hear more about. But yeah, so I really think that this topic needs to be talked about in the sober community more for lots of reasons. I think that problematic relationships with food, exercise, and body image often go hand in hand with problematic relationships with alcohol Um, and this can manifest in lots of different ways you know you might have heard the term drunkorexia which is when somebody doesn't eat throughout the day because they're saving up their calories for alcohol Um, I think also for people who really struggle with kind of like obsessive thoughts about food or their body, um, I think it's pretty common to use alcohol as kind of a coping mechanism to get out of your head and to quiet those voices and kind of find um, some relief from all of those thoughts. Um, It's also common to sort of binge drink on cheat days, quote unquote. That's something I really used to do when I used to diet hard in my earlier 20s. Um, and statistically speaking, eating disorders and al- alcohol use disorder are are linked. Um, so for me personally with my journey, I have never struggled with an eating disorder, um, but I have definitely struggled in the past with disordered eating habits and way before alcohol was ever a problem in my life, way before I ever struggled with drinking or before I ever even took a drink, I struggled really hard with my relationship with food and with my body image. Um, pretty much as long as I can remember, I had an obsession with wanting to try to be as thin as I could, which as someone who was born in the 90s and grew up in the 2000s, that obviously is not a unique experience, sadly. Um, I obviously, we all grew up in a time where thinness was, we had a so, sort of like this like social cultural obsession with thinness. Um, so that was something I always really, really struggled with. And I went through periods in my life of having very sort of unhealthy habits around over-exercising or being really obsessive about exercise and being really obsessive about my diet. And what's really interesting is that towards the end of my drinking days, I want to say for the last year or two of my drinking days, I think I actually had gotten to a pretty good place as far as my relationship with food and and body image. I really actively tried to work on it. I believe in intuitive eating. I really was working on practicing intuitive eating. I was kind of trying to just practice body neutrality. Um, And I think I was in a pretty good place with it for the most part. But what is really interesting is that my sobriety did kind of trigger some older habits and thoughts about all of this um when I got sober and I I only share this because it's relevant to the story I think overall this is not very relevant or important but when I got sober I did lose some weight and I actually hadn't noticed but I got sober in November 
And when summertime rolled around, I took out my summer clothes and they were big on me. And I I don't weigh myself because it's not healthy for me to weigh myself. Um, so I hadn't even realized. But when I did realize that I lost weight, it brought up a lot of old stuff where it was almost this panicked feeling of I need to maintain this, I need to lose more. And I think that kind of set me back a little bit in some older habits. And that's something that I'm still working through in all honesty especially when it comes to my relationship with exercise I definitely tend to be pretty all or nothing about exercise and I struggle to sort of find a healthy balance um, in that way and that's for sure something that I'm still kind of working through Um, and the reason I really really want to talk about this especially in this space is because as much as I absolutely love the sober community I am obsessed with it I love it it's such an amazing space I do think and this is speaking from my own personal experience I do think that it can be a very triggering place for those of us who have struggled with our relationship with food and exercise and body image and that is because so often in the sober community there's a real fixation on weight loss as a sobriety benefit or on exercise as one of the best sober tools or get sober you're going to lose weight you're going to get into the best shape of your life like get sober and fit and you're going to have this amazing physical transformation and for so many of us who have struggled in the past that is not a healthy fixation to have Um, and it's possible that for a lot of people exercise isn't the best coping mechanism or isn't the best sober tool if that's something that we struggle to find balance with. I think that many of us who struggle with drinking tend to struggle with being all or nothing in other aspects of our life. Um, I for sure do in lots of ways and this is one of them. Um, So I think it can be a very slippery slope to turn to exercise as a sober tool in an extreme kind of way. And this is not at all to shame anybody who talks about exercise and sobriety this isn't to shame anybody who um, talks about physical transformations with sobriety I think that absolutely exercise can be a very helpful tool for people if you're able to do it in a balanced healthy way and you have a healthy mindset around it then like have at it Um, it's obviously a healthy thing to do um, and it's completely valid if that is a big part of your sober journey for sure But I do think that we need more spaces in the sober community where it doesn't have to be talked about and the physical transformation or any sort of change in appearance or body doesn't have to be focused on as a sobriety benefit. I also think that um, the kind of transformation before and after pictures can be really tricky because they can trigger comparison and There are so many people who will get sober and not lose weight and that's completely okay. Um, And it can be really tough though if you're somebody who hasn't seen a physical transformation to see all of these before and after pictures um, and feel like you're not doing it right and feel like you should be having that physical change. And that's really the main thing that I want to say in this episode is that if you have gotten sober and your physical appearance has not changed that is absolutely okay like I really dislike 
any sort of fixation on physical transformations and sobriety because that is so besides the point and that is so not what it is about. Getting sober is about all of the amazing inner transformations that happen in our lives. It's about all of the amazing growth. It's about how much happier and more at peace and more confident we become. It's about the fact that we're doing something really, really hard and really, really brave and courageous. And it's about the fact that our relationships change and we change and we become a better version of ourselves. And like all of that is so much more important than a number on the scale or than, you know, clearer skin or anything. Like I, my skin has gotten worse many times in sobriety. I have had lots of breakouts like my skin I don't think has really changed as far as breakouts go and that's okay um so I just think it's such a shame to me if somebody who needs support in sobriety and wants to kind of lean on the sober Instagram community like I found a lot of comfort in the sober community um when I when I was first quitting drinking it was really really helpful for me but these aspects of it were a challenge for me it did it did trigger some old stuff and it it did it was sort of anxiety inducing for me to see like talk of weight loss um and all of that so I think that to me it's just such a shame if somebody who's trying to get sober who also struggles with um their relationship with food or their body image um if they can't kind of go to the sober space without having this other stuff triggered. So I think that it's for sure important for there to be lots of spaces where that's just not the focus. Um, And there are absolutely pages like that, which is amazing. And again, I'm not at all shaming people who do talk about it because for a lot of people, that's very motivating and very helpful. Um, But I kind of just want to say for anybody who, who does struggle or for who that's not helpful for that, it is absolutely okay to feel that way. It's okay to get sober and not use exercise as a sober tool. It's okay if your body stays the exact same or if it changes either way. Um, it's so fine because getting sober is just so much deeper than that. And I feel like we just owe more to ourselves than to fixate on that because we're worth so much more than how we look and I think if anything that we should absolutely celebrate the fact that removing alcohol from our lives is a healthy choice overall it is making our it's making us healthier it increases our well-being Um, it's just a positive thing to do for our body for our physical health for our mental health you're gonna sleep better Um, like it just increases overall wellness But that doesn't have to be about how you look on the outside. That can be about how you physically feel, how much more energy you have, um, how much better you feel mentally and emotionally. Like that's really where it counts. Of course, we all want to be healthy and take care of ourselves. And being sober is an amazing step to doing just that. But health does not have a look. Healthy looks different on everybody. So I'm not... A professional on this I I myself am a work in progress on this so 
Um, I don't have a ton of tips to share. This episode is more so just to say that if you struggle with these things, you're absolutely not alone. Um, And to be kind to yourself and to really celebrate all of the inner changes that are happening because of your sobriety because that really, really is where it counts and that's what matters. The one tip that I will offer um, that has been helpful for me is to be mindful about the social media accounts that you follow. So if you love the sober community and it really helps you, but maybe this aspect of it is tricky for you to navigate like it was for me, um, then following other accounts that help you with this other stuff. So just like there's a really awesome sober community, there is also a really, really awesome community on Instagram that is all about body positivity or body neutrality or like having a healthy relationship with food um, and kind of just like self-love accounts. So um, balance it out and follow a ton of those. There, I could think of so many. There's Megan Jane Crab. She's a really amazing account. Um, the Birds Papaya is a really, really amazing account um, for talking about body acceptance. Um, I'll link a few in the description of this episode, a few of my favorites that I recommend. Um, And then same thing, like Quitlet really helped me with my sobriety. And same thing, I think it's really helpful um, to read up on on this stuff. If you're someone who struggles with your relationship with food, um, Intuitive Eating is a really amazing book. I love the book The Fuck It Diet by Caroline Dooner. Um, Body Positive Power by Megan Jane Crabb is a really great one too um so I think that while sobriety is such an amazing change to make and it improves our lives so much I think oftentimes getting sober can sometimes shine a light on the things we still need to work through and this this was mine like I think getting sober I don't know I think I had gotten to a pretty good place with this at the end of my drinking days could also be that I was just kind of numbing it and just kind of um stopped caring because I was really fixated on just wanting to drink and maybe in my sobriety I it kind of highlighted for me the work I still have to do and that's a gift in sobriety even if it feels like oh my god I have these old thoughts coming up or I'm getting sober and now I'm struggling with this stuff it very well just could be that being sober and clear-minded is allowing you to identify the things that you still need to work through and that's a gift because awareness is the first step to change and we can't change what we don't acknowledge and yeah we're all a work in progress but if you are someone who has been struggling since getting sober with your body image then just know that you're not alone and know that sobriety is so much deeper than how you look and that you're doing something so amazing for yourself that the inner changes are what counts um, and that you're doing something really amazing for your overall well-being and you should absolutely celebrate that. So I hope that you'll remember that no matter what you might see on Instagram or anywhere else that your sobriety is not measured, your success in sobriety is not measured by a number on the scale or by how you look. It is absolutely measured by how much your life and how you feel has transformed and you absolutely deserve to celebrate yourself for every ounce of progress that you've made along the way. 
So I hope that if at the very least, I hope this episode made someone feel less alone. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then feel free to share it on social media or share it with a friend. If you're enjoying the podcast, then please feel free to rate, review, subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at happiestsober. I will never, ever, ever post about diets or exercise on there. That is a promise. And subscribe to my weekly newsletter at happiestsober.com. I hope you all have an amazing week. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so I'll chat with you next week. Remember that life's happiest when you're sober. Bye. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there.